0: I spend a pretty penny on various tools and services that I use to help with growing and sustaining my business. But there are also so many free ways that have helped me drive traffic to my business and help me grow it organically over the years. And I know every business owner and content creator out there is always looking for a deal. So today I'm gonna talk you through my top five free strategies to growing your online traffic organically. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast, produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content and building communities. Here on the Creator Club Podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. and welcome back to the Creator Club Podcast. I am really excited to be chatting with you today. I thought before we dove in that I would just do a little personal check-in and see how y'all are doing. January was such a busy month, and it's kind of hard to believe that um, we're heading into February already. I don't know. January is one of those weird times where it feels like it goes by really quickly, but then when you think back to the beginning of January at the end, you're like, "How is that not like two years ago? So anyway, it's been a great time for me actually I feel like I finally kind of hit my stride again with motivation and posting frequently I've been on my Instagram showing up every day been over on my YouTube channel twice a week and obviously I've been checking in here with y'all once a week so anyway I hope that you also had a good January and that you're feeling good about where your content creation is at I always love to hear from you, so feel free to send me a message over on Instagram. You can just like DM me personally, at Katie Steckley, and I would love to chat because let me just be honest with y'all. My Creator Club listeners, you are the real MVP. You are like the insider squad. If you're listening to this podcast on a regular basis, we're basically besties, and I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram or on YouTube as well. So yeah, I hope that you had a good January and that you're excited about moving into a whole new month of content creation. And I hope that I can support y'all with that with our weekly episodes here. So with that being said, let's talk about these top five free strategies to grow your traffic organically. Strategy number one is staying focused on one platform. Here's the thing. You can't always do it all. And sometimes you have to choose just one or two platforms if you want them to be successful. I know that can be a hard pill to swallow for multi-passionate folks like me that really want to just be everywhere all the time. And you're inspired by all these different platforms. But trust me, if you try to do everything, you might not be giving each platform the full effort that is needed to be successful. So my suggestion when you are starting out with building up your traffic online, getting your reach up, getting potential leads coming in, I would recommend focus on one or two platforms when you first get started until you feel like you have them mastered. And when you feel comfortable with the consistency and the frequency that you're hitting on those platforms and maybe it starts to feel easier, maybe you start to feel like you have a little bit of extra time. Then you can start to add another one into the mix because here's the problem a lot of folks getting started with their online business Want to see quick results really quick success and look I get that my friend I am also very very impatient and I've always just wanted things to work for me right away, you know And I think that we all have that feeling and here's the thing a lot of us especially beginners see really established businesses that have like a podcast a youtube channel an instagram and all that stuff rocking and we feel like oh gosh like they must be that successful because they have all this content and really it's kind of the reverse. They have all this content because they got successful enough to be able to expand. Trust me, coming from somebody that is on all of these different platforms, it's not something that came all at once. It's something that I've been building up to over the years, and it's something that I'm able to do because my business has grown along with me. I wouldn't be able to create content across all these different platforms and, you know, get the reach and the traffic that I'm looking for if it weren't for building up to that and getting the prior success needed to basically fund doing those things. So try to flip around your mindset when it comes to that. It's not that creating content across all the platforms is what brings you success. It's more like once you're successful, then you start to expand across all of the platforms. I bet if you asked any big creator or online business how they got started, the answer would probably be with One place, one kind of platform that they really focused on. Maybe YouTube would be it. That's kind of my case. Maybe it's blogging or maybe it's Instagram or their podcast. And only once they started to find success did they probably add another platform or strategy into the mix. So when you are getting started, and especially when you are on a budget and trying to generate that traffic for free, I would say. Pick one place that you know you can really dedicate your all to and stick with it until you start to see results there. The second strategy that I wanted to bring up to you today that will help you grow organically is... Starting a YouTube channel. So obviously we just talked about the importance of picking one platform. And I would really recommend if you are getting started out there, or even if you have like something good going and you're just trying to figure out how can I really increase my traffic this year, then Maybe your place to start or your place to expand to would be starting a YouTube channel. If you listened to last week's episode of the Creator Club podcast, you would have heard all about why you need to start a YouTube channel. So you would have had to know that this tip was coming on the list because it is one of the best ways to increase your reach organically and get your content out there to a whole new audience. Video really is everything right now. I'm sure that you have started to notice that with Instagram's increased focus on video with Reels, the popularity of TikTok, and of course YouTube has been a mainstay of the social media scene for a while, but its popularity just continues to rise. And it's not just social media, that's the thing. It's how we communicate now too, like FaceTiming and Zoom meetings. We just are all about video. It's just a more engaging, more interactive way to use the internet. I know that not everyone is at the point where they might feel comfortable showing their face on camera, and I also understand the amount of learning that's required to have a successful YouTube channel, because trust me, I've done all of that learning, but it is so, so worth it. I started my YouTube channel way back in the day just as a hobby, and I really started focusing on it more Um, probably when I was about midway through university and I wanted to take it seriously because I was like, look, this is the time, this is what I want to do for my career. And it's amazing how much investments that you make in the past can continue to reap benefits for you in the future. And that's why YouTube is such a valuable place to invest your time when you're looking at traffic generation. Because YouTube is not just a social media platform, it is a search engine. So even videos that I posted two or three years ago are continuing to show up in search results for my potential clients. And that is actually pretty much the main way that we generate clients, especially for our podcast and YouTube services at Creatorly Media. We have had a pretty steady stream of new leads for podcasting clients at Creatorly. And it's almost all because of a series I did on my YouTube channel over a year ago now that was the ultimate beginner guide to podcasting. And it's kind of interesting. I think that this is where some people sort of struggle when it comes to what to put on YouTube. This YouTube series that I did, if you go check it out on my YouTube channel and just search like ultimate podcast guide it, it will bring up the four videos. I got so much feedback from people who watched those videos saying that it was like watching like a whole course, like a paid program but for free on YouTube. And it really was in depth. Like it took me probably a whole week to like shoot and like, you know, kind of produce the actual content, not even to mention the editing that went into it, like it was a really big time investment to post those four videos. And the funny thing is at the time, they did not get a lot of views. I remember posting them and seeing that they were like 10 out of 10 in my recent uploads and just really not getting the traction and engagement that I was hoping. But the funny thing is now like a year plus later, these videos have like 50,000, 40,000, 20,000 views, which is really good for my channel and they've been consistently found through search because I did the research ahead of time. I knew that there wasn't really good in-depth you know, multi-video series on starting a YouTube channel. And so I knew that if I could get this video to show up in search, and then at the end of this video, I would recommend episode two. And at the end of episode two, I'd recommend episode three. And I could get people to watch through four, you know, 20 minute long videos. If they were really interested in starting a podcast, I knew that those videos could be successful eventually because YouTube wants to recommend videos that keeps people on their platform. And, Because I crafted this video series knowing that I wanted to use it to, you know, help people, obviously, like the the funny thing is that series really tells you exactly how to start a podcast for free without having to work with me. And literally all I did at the end of the videos was say, oh, and by the way, if this is overwhelming for you or you don't want to spend the time learning to do this for yourself. I actually will do it for you. You can just, you know, pay me and my team and we'll work with you to do all this stuff for you. And that's where a lot of our podcast clients have come from. So I feel like that podcast series specifically is such a great lesson in how YouTube videos, while when you first post them, they might not give you those results that you're looking for it might feel a little lackluster like when I first posted those podcast videos and they just got you know a couple hundred views which is really low for my channel but then if you're patient and you wait for the search engine to work its magic here we are a year later they have tens of thousands of views and they're sending us new clients all the time that is really the power of YouTube and I feel like it also goes to show how sharing Your information and giving away your secrets can be a really great marketing tactic. Because the thing is, I'm very happy to share how to create an RSS feed, how to submit your podcast to Apple and Spotify, how to increase your audio quality to have a better podcast. But the fact is, a lot of people would just rather pay someone who's an expert in it to do it for them than to figure that all out and that is totally fair it makes sense we make decisions all the time um, to invest in things rather than investing our time and that's really what Craterly is here to do is to help people that you know don't want to have to DIY it and figure it out themselves and so even though I pretty much gave away all the information you would need to be able to DIY it we still get lots of clients who decide they'd rather have the help so I think that's just a really great lesson in how sharing your process giving away your information serving people providing value that is what can really convert into customers and you can do it in a really evergreen and organic way on youtube and it basically allows you to create your video once and keep getting that traffic over time and yes it does count as technically free but i understand you know it takes time to invest but that's that's the case with any of these strategies right so Hopefully, that's been a bit convincing for you. I really, really do think that YouTube can be a great way to grow your business, but you have to know it is a marathon, not a sprint. We think about growth on social media as a sprint far too often. And I think, especially the way TikTok is, that's how you think about it. Like, how can I get 100K in seven days or whatever? But YouTube is not like that. It's about Putting out value, serving people, and just kind of rolling that snowball really slowly until it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what YouTube's all about, and you can do it for free. All right, let's talk about number three, our third free strategy for traffic generation, and that is using Pinterest. Pinterest has over 444 million monthly users and reaches a whole wide variety of people in different subject areas and niches. Incorporating Pinterest into your marketing strategy will help attract potential customers or viewers to any platform of your choice. You can have the pin lead to your YouTube video, your blog post, your website, your email list, wherever it is you're trying to get more eyes. The amazing thing about Pinterest compared to other platforms is that it is designed to help you generate traffic to other places. Because get this, on Instagram, there is pretty much one place that you can put a link, right? You can include a link in your bio, and we know that there's link stickers on stories as well. But for the most part, Instagram is designed to keep people on their platform. They don't really want you to send people away to another app because they want to keep their eyes there where they can serve ads. Now, of course, Pinterest is also interested in users spending time on their platform, but they seem to have another approach where you can go to Pinterest to find what you're looking for. It's a little bit of a search engine in a way, and it really has become people's go-tos for especially stuff like recipes, DIYs, that kind of thing. But Pinterest really has expanded to include all sorts of different niches. And I think it's a really, really great combination of a place for people to browse and see stuff from folks they're following, but also to search and find brand new content. And as a new creator or a creator who's looking at expanding your organic traffic, Pinterest can be a great place to take advantage of that search engine capability. So now more than ever, Pinterest is optimized for businesses and they even offer a Pinterest business account that you can create totally for free. You can link to your company blog or website or to your business account, and it offers a variety of tools to track and analyze your brand's progress and performance. As soon as you log in, you're going to see a dashboard of analytics that's going to help guide you when it comes to what kind of pins you should be creating to reach more people. And it really does allow you to send people to your Instagram account. For example, you can pin your Instagram posts, or you can create pin graphics for your YouTube videos or your blog posts. There's really endless possibilities when it comes to generating traffic. And I think a really great strategy with Pinterest is to use um, what we in the biz like to call lead magnets, basically a free download that people can get by basically exchanging their email address for that content. And I find this sort of thing performs really well on Pinterest. The people love a free offer, who doesn't? We're all here for free strategies today. So if you can create a really effective lead magnet and then market it well on Pinterest, you can get a lot of traffic from that. So that can be a really great way to start to grow your email list or get people to your content in general. If you're having trouble staying on top of your Pinterest pins, there's strategies that you can that you can use to keep up with this. Cause I do know that on Pinterest, you wanna be posting really frequently, right? Like if you can be pinning five to 10 times a day, man, That that is really going to perform well for you. That's really going to help increase your reach, but that can be a lot to do. So what I would recommend if you're really looking at using Pinterest as a way to grow your business this year, use a scheduling tool like Later or Tailwind is really great for, for Pinterest to schedule your pins to various boards. If you want to learn more about Pinterest strategies, let me know. I could create another podcast about this in the future. It's something that I'm kind of looking at as a potential place to expand and and work in in 2022. something that I've been really consistent with in the past, but then also kind of like let off at, at different times. So anyway, I've got my own experience with it when it comes to trying to generate traffic and could definitely make, make an episode or maybe even get somebody on the show to interview about it. So let me know. Message me on Instagram if this is something you're really interested in. But in general, if you haven't tried it out, Pinterest might just be the place where you can get a ton of free traffic to your content or your website this year. The fourth strategy for increasing your traffic for free in 2022 is learning about SEO. Yes, a strategy in and of itself is just mastering search engine optimization because believe me, it really, really matters. It makes a huge impact, but this is something that a lot of, especially newer creators who have built their following off of social media platforms alone, I feel like are sort of sleeping on because... This is something that it does not give you really great results overnight. It's not something that you're going to blow up with. But if you do it right, it can really, really help you grow steady over time. So if you're unfamiliar with SEO and exactly what it is, basically search engine optimization is the process of improving Your copy, so like blogs, titles, descriptions, content on your website, etc. anything that's text to increase its visibility when people search for topics related to your content in Google, YouTube, or even other search engines like Pinterest. All of these different sites have their own kind of SEO that goes along with them, but it's all sort of based on the same principles of keywords and figuring out what are people searching for, how can I make sure that I have all of the metadata necessary to help people who are searching for my content find my content. If you become an SEO expert, you will be able to optimize all of your platforms, even places like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, all the places, to help people find your content more easily. It is so, so powerful. And I'll be honest, this is something that I have kind of been learning slow and steady about over my experience as a content creator, but I feel like people who are true SEO experts, like this is what they specialize in, they are like gold. Truly having a good grasp on SEO is a game changer when it comes to growing online. So here are a few tips just to get you started. First of all, use SEO tools Depending on the platform you're trying to optimize, there are many different tools out there that can help you find searchable keywords or phrases that you should include in your copy. For example, if you listen to strategy number two in this episode and decide to start a YouTube channel, I recommend using the YouTube SEO tool TubeBuddy. It helps me determine which videos will have more potential to be successful and makes finding SEO-rich keywords a breeze. I literally use this every time I make a YouTube video. It is a Chrome extension that you kind of log into through your, your Google account, so it connects to your YouTube channel. And you can just open it up, and I use the Keyword Explorer almost every day. When I come up with a YouTube video idea, I go in there, search the title that I'm thinking of. It gives you a score out of 100, basically based on how many people are already posting videos using this keyword, and how many people are searching for it. And the sweet spot of course is lots of search, but not very many videos. It's basically a score of like the supply and demand of YouTube content. So if you can find a topic or a title that is in high demand but low supply, that's where you can see really, really amazing results. That's what I used to create my first like YouTube viral video and it's what I use consistently now to create videos that I know are going to keep getting that evergreen search traffic that we talked about when I mentioned YouTube. So TubeBuddy is a really, really great way to do this. That works. For YouTube, but there's also other great tools that you can find that work across platforms for YouTube ideas or blogs or podcasts, all that kind of stuff. So, one is answerthepublic.com. So, answerthepublic listens to autocomplete data from search engines like Google. So, like every time you know you type in something and it, it makes suggestions, answerthepublic is monitoring that, and then basically it will create useful phrases for you based on potential topics that you're looking into so if you want to create a podcast episode or a blog post or whatever about like vegan recipes for example answer the public could tell you other potential terms that people are searching for related to vegan recipes so maybe it's like low calorie or like winter comforting vegan recipes or like salads or you know whatever So Answer the Public can be a really great resource to come up with stuff that people are looking for. Another great tool that you can use across platform is Keywords Everywhere, which does a similar thing, helps you generate effective keywords for your titles and your descriptions of your various content. All these tools are completely free with the option to upgrade. So while you're starting out, you can definitely take advantage of them without spending a dime, which is why they make it on this list of free strategies to increase your traffic. Depending on your platform, just do some digging and see what tools are available and utilize them if you can, because they can be really, really helpful, especially when you're new to this. Another tip for really improving your SEO is to review your analytics. Most platforms have some form of analytics or insights that you can review. Using YouTube as another example, because you know I'm always on here trying to convince y'all to start YouTube channels. If you have a YouTube channel, you can use YouTube Studio and and look at the analytics for all of your content. It's a very, very in-depth tool. And let's say you have a video that's performing really well. You can open up the analytics and see what keywords folks are searching that are leading them to your video. Sometimes that might inspire another potential video idea, and that will kind of give you the main keyword that you can use to make sure that your next video is optimized. So for example, let's say I have a video about how to create Instagram stories, like it's a very basic example. I might look into the insights there and see that some people are finding that video by searching how to create Instagram reels. By seeing that, I know, okay, there's definitely people that are finding me by searching for Instagram reels. Maybe I should make some more videos about how to make Instagram reels. So that's just kind of the idea there of looking at what are people searching to find you? It might be something that you haven't even provided yet. And that could give you a really, really good idea as to what you might want to provide next. The same really goes for all social media platforms and websites, not just YouTube. You can always dig into the analytics to find out what keywords are driving the most traffic, which will lead you to those SEO-rich keywords for your future content. Finally, my last SEO improvement tip for you is to create timely and relevant content. The SEO experts at Optin Monster shared that 72% of marketers say that relevant content creation is the single most effective SEO tactic, which means if you create content that is highly relevant to your audience and it's released at the best time, this is one of the best ways that you can dominate SEO. And I know that this can be a little bit nebulous and difficult to pin down, but I think this one really comes down to getting to know your audience, engaging with them, becoming friends with the people in your audience and figuring out what you can do to serve them. So that's just to say, SEO is not just all about hacking and trying to like make things right for the algorithm or you know this very like data, like almost computer driven thing. It's also about the human element of just creating content that is relevant and people need right now. Okay, this brings us to the fifth strategy that I wanted to share with you, which is creating long-form content. Truly creating high-value long-form content is one of the best free traffic generation tools that is going to keep helping you over many months, years as you continue to grow your business. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's not necessary to be on all platforms when you're just starting out. In fact, I think it's detrimental if you try to do too many things at once. But if you decide to start your journey using longer form content like YouTube, a blog, or a podcast, it will be a lot easier for you to start adding more platforms to your strategy as time goes on in the future. Here are two reasons why your main platform should be longer form pieces of content, in my opinion. The first is repurposing. Me talking about repurposing content, big surprise, right? I know I bring this up all the time, but truly it's one of the most efficient strategies for helping you grow as a creator or an online business owner. If you have not integrated repurposing content into your strategy, honestly, my friend, you are missing out on saving a lot of time and allowing yourself to be on multiple platforms with less work when you do find it's time to expand. I have said this many times, but I will say it again. Through video, podcasts, and even blogs, you can really transfer your big time commitment of the upfront, like working on that content into your smaller content. Like it really does pay to invest your time upfront because it will allow you to repurpose this into lots of different smaller micro content across social media platforms. Some examples would be making a graphic carousel, a story, a photo with an in-depth caption, or a reel highlighting the biggest takeaways from your content. You could also take a quote from your long-form content and turn it into a tweet graphic or just like a cute quote graphic in general. Or you could create a meme that references a relatable problem that you mentioned that your longer-form content is solving. You could create Pinterest pins, a tweet, or a TikTok, all based on the same high-value long-form content. So not only do you have this really great repurposable content, there's another reason why long form content is really valuable and that is its searchability if you've been in the social media game for a hot minute then you will know that posts on platforms like instagram really kind of live and die within a few hours like you're posting them one day they're going to get engagement that day and most likely they will not see the light of day again so you put all this effort into an instagram post and yeah it it gets engagement it's valuable it's worth doing but you know you're going to have to work on another one tomorrow kind of thing But longer form content on platforms like YouTube or a blog or a podcast can generate results for weeks, months, or even years to come. And that's why I love YouTube so much. Think of your long form content like a resource library that can be consumed long after being created and is more searchable and organized than something just like social media. So for example, like, I don't know when you're listening to this, you could probably be listening to this the week that I release it, but you might also have just found my podcast recently and maybe you're listening to this months after I posted it and it's still really helpful and valuable and a good way to find me, which this is the first time you're listening. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad we found each other out here on the wild west that is the internet. So hopefully you can see how creating longer form content as you're starting Point can give you so much opportunity to create a lot more content based on your original long-form content, but it's also really, really searchable. And so it helps you with that organic sort of passive traffic over time. So after sharing these five strategies with you, the question really is how to know which strategy is right for you. If it were me and I was just starting out, and this is Actually, what I did do, I would select long form content. Y'all know I would recommend YouTube. That's what I did. And then I would really put my focus on learning about SEO so that I can optimize the heck out of my new YouTube channel and also go into it with patience, knowing that it is going to take time. And once I started getting into a comfortable routine with my YouTube channel, I would probably start repurposing my content for a blog that I can use Pinterest to drive traffic to and I would maybe even start repurposing it in to Instagram content as well now this diverges a little bit from my own personal strategy because I've been posting on Instagram as well just because I love it for a long time um, but you could definitely use Instagram as a way to like repurpose your YouTube content and then use Pinterest to drive traffic to all of it y'all. Also just a bonus tip and something that I've learned over the years even though you don't have a huge audience yet, You really want to make sure that you set yourself up for success now because putting all of these great evergreen practices into place to help you drive traffic, they're eventually going to really snowball and build up a lot of traffic for you in the future. So you want to prepare yourself for that now in each of your video descriptions or blogs or show notes. I'd really, really recommend including affiliate links, links to your products, maybe links to your freebies, those lead magnets we talked about earlier. That way, when all of your hard work pays off, your content is already set up to help you build an income and build your email list. This is something that I wish I would have jumped on sooner. One of my goals for this new year actually is to dive into affiliate marketing more because I've got all these you know, software and tools that I recommend that I could have affiliate links for and I've just been sleeping on that. So I really want to incorporate that and I'll tell you, it's so much easier if you can do that from the start because now... I'm looking at going back into 500 plus YouTube videos and like adding links to their descriptions and stuff, which thankfully TubeBuddy has a mass edit tool that I can use. But the point is, if from the very beginning, you begin with the end in mind and you know someday I'm gonna have a lot of traffic here, get yourself set up for success with links that can take that traffic to your affiliate links, to your products, to your freebies. And that is really gonna help use that growth the growth of your business because it's not just about getting traffic it's about getting conversions right you can of course always update these in the future but setting this up for yourself now is going to save your future self a lot of work trust me because i'm going through it now there are so many ways to grow your traffic organically but remember you don't need to do them all at once just start with one thing and work on it until you feel comfortable and give it your best and then work on expanding over time. It's all about the long game. Don't stress yourself out by doing too much at once. You really need to avoid burnout, my friends, and that's what's going to help give you the longevity you need to really see success. So I hope this episode was helpful for you, and I can't wait to see what you create. Thanks so much for listening to the creator club podcast. This show is produced by creatorly media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.